Hey there, folks, and welcome to another lost episode of Eddie and his amazing friends, HeroCast. We are looking today at Star Kid from 1998. 1998, January of 1998 to be exact. So, buckle in. Uh, this one was uh, not initially on the list because uh, I didn't know about it. Although, this is kind of history at the movie, as I watched it, part of it looked familiar. I can't say I've seen it, but it's like, maybe I saw it a little on TV. I don't know. Also, this isn't... It fits the criteria, but... Eh, barely. I don't know. It's a weird movie, but uh, let's just dive into it, shall we? Uh, so, Star Kid, uh, Time Capsule. Where am I at? Uh, 1998, January of 98. I was in seventh grade, and, uh, the. <laughs> this was January of 98, but, uh, I'm just gonna tell a little story from, uh, December of 1997. Was, uh, I remember. Gosh, this is how we used to have to get pay-per-view results if we didn't order the pay-per-view for wrestling. I was, uh, I had a friend who watched Star K97, and I called him. I'm like, oh man, who who won between Sting and Hogan? You know, that was such a beautifully built match. And he's like, uh, Sting, but not really. It was a fast count, but it wasn't. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, that sounded bad. And then I'm like, well, well, who won in the Battle of the Giants? Kevin Nash or Giant? He's like, oh, that match didn't even happen. I'm like, okay, this pay-per-view sounds not great. And I was like, well, what did Bret Hart do? You know, when he refereed... He's like, well, he refereed the match between Zabisco and Bischoff, and then he rang the bell with the main event. I'm like, so he didn't... He didn't say anything about Vince or what happened to him? He didn't cut a promo? He's like, no, he was just a referee. I was like, oh, this pay-per-view sounds bad. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it wasn't great. It was, uh, boy, what is it not a good ending to a fantastic 97. It's so disappointing. Still my favorite year in wrestling, but, man, WCW did not stick the landing. Uh, so, champions in wrestling, having said that. Uh, the WWE champion was Shawn Michaels. WCW champion was vacant because of that very thing. Sting pinned or made Hogan submit, but he was already pinned, but it was a fast count, but not really. It's a stupid storyline. Just give Sting the win. My God, how hard is this? Uh, ECW champion Shane Douglas and IWGP champion Kensuke Sasasuke. All right. Number one song, how about this? Crate, cradle, Candle in the Wind by Sir Elton John. Hmm? All right. Um, budget for this movie, $12 million. Box office, $7 million. Well, that's a negative. So that'll put it in the red. At negative uh, $5 million, that is negative 9.3 with inflation. And that puts it at number 144 on the list, right below The Return of Swamp Thing, a terrible movie. But right above Barbed Wire, a terrible movie. Hmm. Interesting. So, 
Um, Rotten Tomatoes. Critics. This is a random one. Critics gave it 43%. Well, they didn't give it 40. 43% of critics liked it. Fans, 36% liked it. Very rare that a bad movie is liked more by the critics. That's strange. Uh, Cast, I mean, I don't know. Like, there's really only one person to talk about, if we're being honest. And it's Joseph Mazzello as Spencer Griffith. He actually did pretty good, I think. He actually did pretty good. You know, he, he... He's just the, he was the played the kid well. I don't know. I mean, it's, how hard is it? You're a kid. You're into comic books. You get beat up. You're afraid to talk to girls, but you find this cool spacesuit. I don't know. It was it it did okay. I mean, he he was fine. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there was um, there's really no one else worth talking about, honestly. Like the 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 the, the villain is a puppet. Uh, and a not great looking puppet. I would say it looks like Power Rangers, like, eh, a little too scary for Power Rangers. And they were probably like, okay, well, what about, um, gosh, I'm trying to, what about like a Godzilla? And Godzilla's like, ooh, too crappy looking for a Godzilla movie. So, like, okay, we'll just stick it in Star Kid. So, there you go. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing too. Nothing too crazy to talk about, honestly. Um, there is someone else in the movie that you'll all have known, but uh, I kind of want to save that. So, I guess, um, jump into it. I don't know. What else is there to say? I don't know. Anyway, we open in space. There's this race of aliens called the Brood Warriors. And they're attacking this peaceful planet, and the planet's last-ditch effort to save themselves as they build this weapon and launch a pod into space. Very Kal-El from Superman, kind of. And, of course, it lands on Earth. The rocket had, like, weird glittery trails. It was very strange. So it lands on Earth. Cut to Spencer. He's in seventh grade, much like me at the time of this movie. And he's into comics, much like me at the time of this movie. Gets bullied. I did not get bullied in middle school. I did in high school. A teeny bit. But I think everybody did. And he has a crush on this girl, Michelle, and he can't talk to her. I, uh, you know, I wasn't great with girls in high school either, but I didn't completely freeze up when they talked to me. So, he actually did have a good... He actually had, like, a good, uh... Like, his teacher caught on to this, so, like, he was too afraid to talk to this girl. And the teacher also caught on that he gets bullied. So there's there's a nice little lesson early on where the teacher teaches him that, like, you know, running away from your stuff you're scared of only makes the fear grow, and you have to... I don't know, it was a nice little message. And then the movie goes all downhill from here. So, later at night, after he's running away from his bullies, which she told him not to do... Uh, Spencer sees something crash into a junkyard. By the way, Spencer lives with his dad, his sister, who's older than him, and then his mom's dead. So, he goes to see what's in the junkyard, and he goes to investigate it. Of course, it's the thing that the aliens sent out. It's a robot suit, but it can't operate without a human host. Basically, just like the Giver from last week. Or Blue Beetle. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, so he gets in, 
And look, I say he gets in, but it's really weird. The suit opens up from the back, and it's like there's an ass on the suit, like an outline of an ass, like ass cheeks. And it's like, just climb in. It's like, this is weird. And then they show the inside of the head. The helmet, it's not that big when you look at... By the way, the suit is horrendous looking. It's just horrendous. It's this weird rubber suit. It looks like a silver bald chimp. I don't know. It's not good. It's not good. But, yeah, like... You see the kid head, his head is able to like move freely, and it's like in reality, the suit, the helmet would be more like a, a, a football helmet, so there's not a lot of room in there. But then when they show the inside of the head, he has plenty of room to maneuver his head around, and not only that, there's an inverted face that he talks to, so he's talking to the inside of the face. And it's so strange and weird. And it's like, I have to keep reminding myself, this is a kid's movie. This is, what are we doing here? Ugh, it's not good. So his first order of business, after he demonstrates, he gets in and he figures out that the suit can do all these weird things and has powers and then there's wackiness that ensues. And he's like, well, the first thing I got to do is visit this bully. The bully... He, he, he bully works at a junk or his dad works at a junkyard or not a junkyard sorry a uh, mechanic and the bully's like just inside some customer's car just like pretending to drive it and being weird by the way his dad is played by Jack McGee how did they get Jack McGee from Rescue Me the dude who played the Chief Jerry uh, he was George from The Fighter Rocco from Moneyball it's like how did you get Jack McGee in this but anyway Star Kid, uh, he never called himself Star Kid in this movie, but he humiliates the bully, and in the process, the bully like gets paint dumped on him, and then the bully crawls over all over this dude's car, leaving footprints and smudges all over. Like the car is just like a mess now, and it's like cool, you just ruined that customer's car, costing his father tons of business. So great, nice work, Star Kid. So the next scene, whoo. Talk about a scene that ages very poorly. This might, you know, last week, for instance, we had the Giver, where it was like, oh, imagine if a monster was in the White House. Ha, 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 right? You know, imagine, you know, oh, Trump, Biden, whichever one you don't like, pretend that's the one I said. And it's like, yeah, that's that's very funny. Yes, imagine, imagine if that for the case. And it's one of those things like, oh, that aged poorly. No, no, nothing will age as poorly as this. There's a scene, and, uh, yeah, there's a scene where the sister, his, the sister's dad, Spencer's sister, she's like, oh, can, can Kevin come over? It's his boy, it's her boyfriend. And he's like, no, not while I'm not home. And apparently, um, I, I shared this to Caleb, and he's like, oh, that, that clip resurfaced weeks ago. So, okay, thank you for that. Uh, I don't follow the the trends as much as you do, apparently. But uh, there's like a scene where Kevin knocks on the window and just climbs through it. Kevin is played by Danny Masterson. 
who has just been convicted of rape a couple times. He's going to face a long time in jail. That has not been determined as of the release date of this podcast, as of the recording date of this podcast, I should say. So yes, Kevin climbs through the window and surprises her and wants to take her for a ride on his motorcycle. (sighs) Didn't age well. Did not age well. Elsewhere, Spencer tracks down Michelle at a carnival, and he's just, like, stalking her. He's like, I just want to see what she's doing. Creepy. You know? Like, or as Rachel Ziegler would say, weird, right? Weird! (laughs) Except this actually is stalking. Prince wasn't stalking Snow White. Watch the movie. Um, So... The suit mistakes a mascot for an enemy and just starts firing and damaging things. Nearly kills Michelle on the Ferris wheel, but he does save her. But it's like, great, you're... This suit is... the suit is stupid. Like, it's just, like, firing randomly, and Spencer's yelling at it to stop, and he's not. So it's like, this is great. What a great hero. Elsewhere, a brood warrior lands on Earth... Uh, back at home, Spencer trashes the house because he can't figure out how to open the fridge. Ha ha. We learn that the suit won't open until the mission of combat is complete, so he won't let him out to use the bathroom. And boy, I hope you find that funny, because that's gonna, like, take the next 10-15 minutes of screen time. It's a actual plot point in the movie of how does Spencer take a piss in this suit. They already did a scene where he, he ate... And it's like, he he couldn't, he went to the this drive-thru and just grabbed the food without paying, gave him an IOU, and the suit eats, he names the suit Psy, by the way, Psy eats the food for him, and then grinds it up in this weird blender, and he's like, I removed all the unnecessary chemicals from this, and then he just shoves it in his mouth, and he's like, oh, this tastes gross, which it's like, of course it would. Imagine eating a hamburger without, like, all the fat and grease and all the stuff that makes it good. Yeah, probably wouldn't be very good. So, he goes to his teacher's house, because, sure. Well, first, actually, I, I forgot a scene. He tries, like, the suit opens up a little bit, but there's, like, this, it's a tiny little pipe thingy that comes out, and he's like, oh, I'm in trouble. I can't fit through. It's like, oh, my gosh, are we really doing this? of critics liked this? What are we doing? I question those 46%. So, he goes to the teacher's house, and the teacher uses her tools to, like, open up the cod piece, and then the teacher, like, listens to him pissing? It's so weird. I'm like, why is this subplot taking up so much screen time? What are we doing here? It's, it's It's going to the bathroom. That's what this... Is about. It's about going to the bathroom. And they dedicated a lot of screen time to going to the bathroom. Finally, the brood warrior shows up. I'm rooting for him at this point. He uh, beats up Spencer. Spencer is finally freed from the suit because uh, he's like, well, he was in combat, so there we go. And he doesn't want to fight anymore because he doesn't believe he can win. He tells his dad and teacher, but the dad doesn't believe him, even though it's like, dude, your living room is completely wrecked. Do you think Spencer just did that on his own? And then, like, the teacher's like, yeah, I saw it. He's in a big suit. Whatever. So, he goes, uh... He he tells his dad. Dad didn't believe him, so he goes to... Runs off. He's gonna go find the suit. But he encounters the bully again. But this time they work together. And they get the suit back. 
uh, at the initial crash site where the brood warrior locates it. And Spencer gets back in the suit, buries the brood warrior under a pile of cars, but the brood warrior, he, he escapes from that, and the two keep fighting. Looks as if Psy, uh, the brood warrior just wrecks Psy and pretty much kills him almost. And, uh, you know, he, he comes, like, uh, Psy comes back to life when something hits him on the head. But then it's short-lived. Sai's like, I'm losing power. Spencer, get out of the suit. And so he escapes and the suit. And it's just the Brood Warrior against Spencer and the bully. There's no suit. And they get the Brood Warrior into a car compactor and crush him and kill him. So there we go. This dangerous alien. By the way, there's supposed to be like an army of these Brood Warriors. And it's like they killed one. Okay. This, this weapon... That these people, this alien race develops really sucks, right? It's like they develop this weapon to help them, and it's like it can't even take out one of these soldiers? How is this supposed to win you the war? Like, what are you doing? It's like if, you know, it. <laughs> I don't know. It's stupid. <laughs> so, Sai is still down, but his creator beams down and fixes him. The, the alien race that was a creator, like, these were, like, the ugliest things. They looked uglier than the Brood Warrior. They had, like, it was, like, a weird mustache of zits and moles. I don't know. That's what I just, I don't know. Or skin, it's like, it's like the one had a mustache, but it was just entirely of skin tags. It was ugly. It's like, this is the good alien that you came up with? These are the good guys? I'll take the Brood Warrior. Thank you. Uh, next day at school, Spencer finally works up the nerve to talk to Michelle and roll credits. Uh, boy, this movie sucked. Thank God it was on YouTube for free. Uh, there are some ads, but, uh, it's, it's not illegally uploaded on YouTube. YouTube has it. Like, YouTube is hosting it, so. And, or Tubi, if you care, but, uh. Yeah, this wasn't good. I mean... At first, you're like, you know, when he first gets the suit, the creepiness aside of him getting into the suit, at, at least you're like, well, this certainly is not going to be uh, one of those memorable movies that we all grew up with. This is not going to be um, like an Iron Giant, so to speak, or more recent would be like Bumblebee. You know, or certainly not E.T. Not we're never even close to E.T. But it's like, okay, maybe it could be a poor man's version of E.T. or Iron Giant. Not Mac and Me levels of bad. But unfortunately, it is Mac and Me levels of bad. It's creepy. It's gross. It doesn't age well. And that's not even talking about the Danny Masterson scene. They they had no, no they had the the movie had no way of knowing that he would be a, a creepy evil rapist but the other stuff it's like oh this kid crawling into this bio suit through its ass like yeah nothing weird about that and let's have a 10 minute subplot about him trying to take a piss like did anybody think this would age well at all anywhere ever like this this had potential and again the first 10 15 minutes it's fine it's like okay yeah this could be an okay family movie sure but no, it's terrible. It's not good. And it's boring. And the suit is a dick. I hated the suit. It's like, 
It almost killed poor Michelle, who Spencer was even stalking. Weird. It's just... Uh, nothing about this worked. It was not good. It was not a good movie, everybody. I give it a two and a half. I give it a two and a half only because the first... I don't know. First 15 minutes, it's like... Maybe this could be like a poor man's E.T. No, it's just a poor man's... I don't know. It's just not good. So, two and a half for the star, kid. Uh, we're almost done with these lost episodes again. Said it last... Said said it after Condor, man. I didn't promise he'd be good. I just said they'd be lost. Last one is next week. It is Max Steel. It's on something called... Plex? P-L-E-X? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. But uh, that is it for me. I will go out on a quote from Star Kid. <clears throat> Check it out. I'm Shaquille O'Neal. You can't join me. These demons don't like me. They don't like me. Likely they wanna fight me. Come on, try it out. Try me. They put me down, but I never cried out. Why me? We're from the wise. Don't put worth inside somebody that ain't tried.
breathing Racing to the moonlight and I'm speeding I'm headed to the stars, ready to go far I'm star walking